0: Some some thoughts should stay in th- inside thoughts, Clay. Ah, uh,
1: yes, but they won't.
0: Welcome to Letters from the Road: Stories and Encouragement from Your Traveling Friends. Us, Jamie and Clay Schumacher. Hey, friends. Hello, and welcome to episode forty-three. Today we are talking about maybe we're getting better. A little bit of optimism today.
1: <laughs> maybe I'm getting better, but I'm a little bit sick. So Clay, is, Clay is taking a turn the, at uh, the
0: little bit sick. Yes.
1: Yeah. Apologies for the random raspy voice. Yeah. If hopefully, you, I'll get all, some of that. I'll edit out all the coughing
0: effectively. Yeah. <laughs> But first I want to remind you that letters from the road is also a Substack. You can get there at lettersfromtheroadpod.com and get two letters per week in your inbox for free if you'd like to give us your email address there. We won't use it for anything else. It's just for sending you lovely little letters of stories and encouragement right to your inbox. You can also upgrade your subscription if you so choose by clicking on the upgrade button. And you can subscribe for $5 per month or $40 per year or $100 a year at the founding member level. All those memberships get you access to our Pin Pals Discord. You become a Pin Pal when you support us. And that it's just means... Pin Pal,
1: always a Pin Pal.
0: Yes, and you get to be <laughs> part of the Discord where we chat and uh, have monthly kind of get-togethers. We've done like a happy hour and this week we did a game night.
1: Yeah, it was super fun.
0: We had a great time. We played a couple of our favorite games on Board Game Arena and hung out with our friends.
1: Yeah, can't wait to see more of you in there.
0: Yeah, a quick reminder. This reminder is just because we are a listener and reader supported uh, media and (laughs) we'd like to stay that way. So if you'd like what we do, we'd love to have you support us.
1: Yep, absolutely. It's the only way we get money from this (laughs) and uh, we truly, truly appreciate everyone who gives.
0: Yes, Uh, thank you so much. So, with that said, what are we drinking tonight, Clay?
1: We are drinking tonic and lime.
0: We are, and it's effing delicious.
1: Simple and wonderful, and especially for a raspy throat.
0: I just like tonic so much that I go through it really fast. Like, I'm going to need another one for the second half of the podcast.
1: That might be a problem. I got the expensive tonic.
0: I know it's so good, though. Mm-hmm. What's the good tonic?
1: Ooh, Fever Tree.
0: Yeah, I tell our friends. Uh, it's good, good, good stuff.
1: Yeah. Fever Tree tonic. They have different styles and so that's why I was like ooh because I don't remember exactly which one I got.
0: Oh, it's the one in like yellow, not yeah. the sometimes we mm-hmm. get the blue. The
1: blue is like the lighter version of yeah, this one.
0: This is good though. I mm-hmm. like it. I don't I'm not really missing the gin too much at all. I mean
1: the gin definitely adds like a gin flavor.
0: Yeah. Which is nice. But it like is. tonic and lime is pretty darn good. Classic.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh one time in Savannah I was at this weird coffee shop and they did espresso and tonic.
1: Yeah, I can't remember if I tried that and if I did. You hated it, you thought it was terrible. I can't remember if I liked it, okay.
0: (laughs) I loved it. Huh. It was the fox or something was the name of the coffee shop?
1: Yeah, that's right, it was uh, the coffee fox. Coffee fox, yeah. Because we had the coffee hound. Yes, yes, and Savannah had the coffee fox. And they had coffee fox.
0: (laughs) I really liked it. Yeah. It wasn't your favorite, I know. No, it wasn't, I don't know why. It's a good, good coffee shop though.
1: Yeah, it was, it was cute. For sure.
0: Sorry, that was a random aside. I no, really like but tonic. I mean,
1: yeah, it's good stuff. I mean, I do too. I, You know, three quarters of the gin and tonic is tonic. All right?
0: I guess. I don't know. I don't ever make the mixed Half, drinks. I guess. <laughs> you make the mixed two-thirds, drinks. Two
1: thirds, <laughs> right? Yeah, two parts tonic, one part gin. Yeah, two thirds.
0: Yeah. So if you're new here, our podcast is centered around the fact that Clay and I do Sunday night cocktails and then we chat. Kind of a thing we've done for a long time, and we talk about what we were drinking. And this month we are doing Dry January, and it's not always a cocktail, and often it's not alcoholic, and uh, this whole mm-hmm. month it's not alcoholic. So mm-hmm. tonight we're just having some tonic, and it's delicious.
1: Yeah, welcome, fellow Dry Januaryers and uh, sober friends everywhere. Yes, it's very delicious. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Anyway. What have we been up to this week?
0: We've been, what have we been up to this week? I feel like it went by in a blur.
1: Uh, I'll tell you what I did if you want.
0: What did you do, Clay?
1: I went up the chairlift <gasps> on my snowboard.
0: Oh my God, I forgot. Yeah, well, that was actually, the first I, time this week.
1: I sat on the chairlift. And you I, sat on the chairlift? I you also sat getting
0: it. off of the chairlift.
1: <laughs> yes, all three times. Well, six times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right. So but, yeah. yeah, Go ahead. So you tell the story. You tell it.
1: Um, okay, well, yeah, so we've been learning to ski, and I have chosen snowboarding. He uh, has the hair for it. Uh, <laughs> yes, because of the hair, exactly. <laughs> that's that's really the only reason. Uh, no, it's because skiing sucked. And I uh, snowboarding's. I thought, maybe would be a little bit more my speed, and even though my very first snowboard lesson was very rough, and I the fell great, and, and hurt great my ass, The great
0: tailbone
1: I stuck with it. And I'm happy to say, like, I'm feeling pretty comfortable on the board now. Yeah. So comfortable that on Thursday, I finally... Yes. Went up the chairlift and went finally down got like off a, real ski, <laughs> a real ski slope.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Hey, you know what? I felt great.
0: Oh, you were... You were crushing it on Thursday. I know I had such a great it Thursday. Was, it was today fun. today was,
1: was a little rougher, but Thursday right. was fun
0: because we there was le- we all did lessons and then mm-hmm. we skied together after our lessons. Mm-hmm. Or well, we went down the mountain together after our lessons, which was really fun. Mm-hmm. Clay and the little one were like zooming ahead, and <laughs> yeah, we us and I were a little slower, but we had a really nice time. It was so fun to like all four be on the chairlift and like we're having fun.
1: I was having a harder time finding my groove today. Oh, the like, snow literally and figuratively. Today. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> we
0: went kind of late in the day on a on a weekend day, and we had been pretty busy, yeah. and uh it was a little crusty,
1: yeah, but it's it still was a good day, it was fine. had a I couple rough falls, but yeah, you know, it's all good
0: <laughs> I was having fun. I'm almost keeping up with Littlest a little bit now. She said she slowed down for me, but i yeah. I, I think I'm actually getting <laughs> a lot faster
1: <laughs> i think it's I think it's some on both for sure, <laughs> yeah, we had so much fun, mm-hmm. so I, yeah really happy about that can't wait to get out there again although maybe i can wait a few days for me to uh We're rest going up in a couple days yeah <laughs> so uh yeah what We've else caught did we do bug uh, uh we, we re- made some replaced friends. our mattresses oh yeah there you go <laughs>
0: yeah so we we saw on instagram somebody i followed and followed for a long time happens to also be wintering here in this area and so I sent her a message and I was like, "Hey, we are also here for the winter. Mm-hmm. Would you like to meet up sometime?" And they also hang out at the climbing gym and the same ski resort. So yeah, we went and climbed with them yesterday. It was super fun.
1: It was really cool to meet everyone.
0: Yeah, I hurt my fingers. I didn't need to climb that much. But
1: yeah, that was a huge bummer. Actually, it's
0: fine. It's getting better. But yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to take a few days off. But it was super super fun to to meet this other family and to meet they have friends also in the area Mm -hmm. that like live in the area and so it was just super fun to like make some connections i feel like the social aspect while we've been here has been like somewhat lacking although like we're friendly with all the staff here at the koa and everything who are so great and like you know we feel very at home at the this at the mountain and stuff but like it's just been nice to uh connect with another family and stuff and hopefully we'll see them some more
1: like full time travel family. Yeah, so. very
0: interested in obviously similar things. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> it was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It was awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's been kind of what we've been up to here, really. We've been getting a lot of chores done, kind of yeah. counting down the days till I go back to work slash start my new day job. So
0: yeah, it's been so nice for you to be off. We've been kind of like having slower mornings and stuff. And like, oh we're going to try and get back into like, A little bit more of a rhythm this week, but
1: yeah, six thirty is going to come quick tomorrow, I'm sure. (laughs)
0: But we, yeah, it's just been nice. We've been like sitting in bed with our coffee, reading in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, baked some oatmeal
1: raisin cookies. Yeah, yeah,
0: that kind of stuff. It's but I like I keep losing track of what day it is. Clay was like, "We were recording tonight," right? And I was like, "Oh, it is Sunday."
2: (laughs) Yup. Yes, it is.
0: So it's been really great, but a little, little like. In a very like appropriately January slow.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: If you can call going to the mountain three times and climbing a couple times slow, I guess.
1: Well, that's the thing. I had all these things. I was like, oh, I'm going to get this done and this <laughs> done and skiing. this done, <laughs> you know, between like in all this time off my right. day jobs. Yeah. And uh,
0: well, yeah, you're helping you know, me with some I'm getting, stuff. I'm getting some things done, some but from business kind of not stuff. Not everything
1: yeah, and other stuff came up too, so yeah. <laughs> you know we didn't expect to have to replace our mattresses,
0: oh, my goodness, I don't we think we talked that. about that on here,
1: <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: it was still too fresh,
2: I guess, week. yeah.
0: we committed the cardinal error sin of uh winter camping, and we got moldy mattresses,
1: yeah, we thought we were doing like plenty to avoid it,
0: uh, and we weren't, so
1: well we. <laughs> we had damp red we had dehumidifiers we had yeah and our humidity was running heaters. like around like
0: 45 to 50% we a thought that was monitor, fine humidity monitor
1: but it's in the living room not in the bedrooms yeah
0: yeah but the bedrooms were getting a little bit more damp which we kind of knew but we thought it was still okay
2: yeah it was
0: uh, not and we got the airflow stuff to put under the mattresses but mm-hmm. we didn't put it in right away and when we went to do it, we realized the mattresses were moldy. So. Yeah.
2: Oh,
1: hot tip, actually. Um, your mattress, if it does, if you're in a situation where you're fighting with moisture in your RV like uh-huh. this, uh, your mattress is probably gonna get moldy, like in the spot where you're sleeping. Not so, like, on the edges. Under yeah. the edge. Don't just look no under the good.
0: edge. Yeah. It does exactly. no
1: good. Does no good at all. So, exactly. Yeah, we yeah. found that out.
0: Look under like where your head and your. You have to lift up the are. entire
1: freaking thing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah.
0: It's where the mattress makes the most like contact, I guess, with the.
1: Yep, got rid of the old mattresses, killed the mold, and if you're treated the wood. If
0: you're not an RV person, you may not know this, but like most mattresses in RVs, lay just like on plywood. Ugh, it's even the in the airstream, even in like nice RVs, it's like a mattress on top of plywood. It's not stupid. only is it uncomfortable, it's super uncomfortable. <laughs>
1: Not only is it uncomfortable, but it creates this situation,
0: right? Which can happen even in warmer places. Yes, where, where you get a lot of moisture too. Yeah. So. Well,
1: we fought with it in Florida
0: a little bit. Yeah. Successfully, I think. Yeah, I don't. It's a little bit harder when it's cold. You have to keep it so dry to be, and the furnace, the propane furnace, puts out moisture, <laughs> so it's a little bit complicated mm-hmm. in that sense. So, yeah, we learned that lesson the highway. If you I would probably at this point recommend it no matter what. I think we're going to put them in the Airstream too, like the airflow things for under the mattresses. Yeah, for sure. I'll link them in the. I mean, to be fair,
1: they're kind of untested for us
0: yet. Fair enough, but like, yeah. it, It seems like it would make it a lot harder for something like that to happen because it's providing a barrier between the mattress and the plywood. Yeah.
1: And it's not something so the, that is. stuff itself. can't get trapped in there. Fabric, yeah. Right. Exactly. And so stuff
0: won't be able to get trapped in there. And that's like kind of the whole point. Mm-hmm. There's a few different ones. Some of them are really expensive. This was like a good in between.
1: Yeah. The star um, bed one looked really cool. Oh,
0: man. That's supposed to be so comfy.
1: Yeah. Also super expensive. That <laughs>
0: so was like $400 per bed. This yeah. one was like a couple hundred dollars to get both of the beds yeah. situated. So still not cheap. Not cheap.
1: Well worth it if you're like worried at all about moisture
0: yeah i think we're gonna do it in the airstream too just to like yeah well because we'll probably winter camp a bit in it next year and also just to not have to worry about well, this about
1: it. it's like a couple hundred bucks to save you like a lot of hundred bucks buying to new mattresses. replace your mattresses
0: yeah. yeah it felt really good to like buy new mattresses that were exactly the same as the mattresses we had before that was great. So. <laughs> No, it's not great. It's not great. Luckily, Littlest was okay because she's got a different setup with her loft. Yeah. (sighs) Anyway. Yeah. Not our favorite thing that we've done. It took like a whole day to get them out, get rid of them, which we didn't do properly at first. And then.
1: (laughs) Don't make me laugh.
0: And then like kill all the mold and put like paint borax over it to keep it from coming back and the whole Mm. thing and dry yep. it all out it's a good time yeah love it love yeah. it it's great that, was, that great. ended up taking an great entire experience. day for me. i'm sure we'll have some more winter camping tips in, oh, next week after we've weathered negative temperatures for the first oh, gosh.
1: time i'm leaving
0: Shut up. <laughs> so clay back to the mattress disposal don't oh. put them in the dumpster at the koa they we've fit ta-
1: hey they fit
0: We've talked about this before. We did get rid of one of them that way when the dump wouldn't take them in New York. I know.
1: And so I cut out the middleman this time. But guess what? I ended up creating a problem for myself.
0: Yes, you did. He had to go get them out of the dumpster. Yeah,
1: they didn't like that so much. And then but on on the other hand, on on the bright side. Yes. The transfer station here it
2: was
0: lovely.
1: Was They told me to have a wonderful delightful day.
0: A wonderful, delightful.
1: One of those. It was either wonderful or delightful. <laughs> I think it was delightful.
0: I like wonderful, delightful.
1: <laughs> it was just very chipper uh, for the transfer station.
0: It was a really nice day that day. Wasn't yeah, it? it was. Oh, shoot. Well, it was bright and sunny. Anyway, <laughs> that's the excitement around here. Yeah. We will continue now our... Northeastern tour from twenty twenty two. We're recapping this while we're stationary here in Leavenworth. And we want to tell you a little bit about what we got up to in the summer of twenty-two when we were out in the northeast. So where we left you last, we were in Narrows 2, the campground there by Bar Harbor. Bar Harbor. Enjoying our time in Acadia. And after that we went to Portland. Uh we had plans in portland to see a concert at the end kind of the end of our summer it wasn't really the end of our summer because we had a couple more weeks after this that we'll talk about but it was kind of like a, one of the capstone things we were doing and it had been on our list so we went to we had plans to be there so we decided to spend the whole week in portland we weren't sure at first what we were going to do but we went to bailey's camping resort in Port, outside of portland kind of in um that old orchard beach area Is that mm-hmm. what it's called yeah. i think so i don't know Seiko and all that like around there it was Great. I have very awesome. mixed feelings about this place. everybody in
1: our family loved this place except you
0: because I was trying to work
1: uh, yeah well I worked too
0: I know you did but like you can tune it out a lot better we were the only people there that weren't on vacation it is a vacation spot
1: oh yeah and it was so much fun if
0: I had been on <laughs> vacation I would have freaking loved it a couple things about this place number one is it big rig friendly? Not really. Yes. Are there big rigs there? Yes.
1: It was totally fine. I don't know what you're talking
0: about. We had a pull through spot and it was like parallel. It, not parallel, perpendicular to the road. Yeah. It was perpendicular to the road. So you, mm-hmm. if you know RVs and RVs. Which is
1: totally fine if the road is wide enough.
0: The road was wide, but the spot wasn't and there were trees on either side on both ends.
1: Yes. But, it
0: was tri- the trick. One of the trickier. Well, pull and through there spots were other
1: we trucks in the road and stuff.
0: Yeah, one yeah. of because the place is packed constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of the trickier pull-through spots we ever did.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm sure I could have done it better. Pro- but we managed it.
0: It was fine. It was fine.
1: What did we end up doing? I can't remember. Well, we had I, to back out. I remember out. it being difficult.
0: I don't know. I think we had to. Kind when of we left, the other we way. backed back out. Yeah, we backed out because we didn't think we. That's could That's what it the was. Term. That was difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We didn't think we could make the turn coming out because it's a really it would have been a really tight right turn.
1: I think I just had to pull way forward and straighten out. It
0: wasn't really that bad. It, pulling in. I had to spot you because it was yes. tight. But it was mm. nice. It was a nice sight once we got it situated. It was mm. it was not small. It was just like weird situation of the trees. Yeah. And like light posts and stuff, like things yeah. that were very in the I, way.
1: I just love when campgrounds do that amazing <laughs> landscaping. It's so pretty. It's so wonderful that they put things <laughs> right next to the edges of your pad where you're trying to park your camper.
0: <laughs> Make it really hard to get a fifth wheel Gosh. in there. Especially a fifth wheel because the way it cuts.
1: Well, yeah, for a pull through, yep.
0: It's just like, oh my god! If it was a back end, it would have been. It was. It was a thing.
1: Anyway, it was so, a, It was a lot of fun though. There were so many families there.
0: There's constant. So many stuff. kids. There's two different like, pools. There's like an adult pool and a family pool. It's a huge resort. There's I like was a constantly
1: lake. like working poolside. Yeah, they, there was the like bingo. Like we played
0: candy bar bingo. <laughs> yeah. We there was karaoke. The pool was always busy. Mm-hmm. The hot tub was like they had to like the time limits, they had to like rotate people through because it was so busy.
1: And so I think a place like that is great when we're working and the kids are on summer break.
0: It wasn't quite like the kids didn't like fall in with a group that we just sent them out with though. It wasn't like the one in yeah. New York where we just turned them loose. You're right. They needed supervision.
1: But, like, I was happy to supervise and code. Yeah.
0: It was just, we were, like, (laughs) right by the pool, which seems great, except that it was just chaos by our site all the time. Mm, Sure. Because people were, like, walking by there and driving by there constantly. I didn't love our site, like, where it was located.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: You didn't.
0: It was just busy. It was really, really busy.
1: I think for an RV It was not relaxing. It was not a relaxing place. It was a fun place, but it was not a relaxing place. Yes.
0: Yes, I was mad, but I also look back on it pretty fondly.
1: It was so fun, and the reason we made sure to stop in Portland was fun too.
0: It was fun. So we actually stayed. Also, the night of the concert, we stayed over oh, at. I forgot we had. Yeah. It had been a KOA, but they changed over to a Sun Outdoors there, like right down the road. And the reason is we had made that. So we made the. We got the concert tickets, and we made a reservation for, just for that night, mm-hmm. like right away. <laughs>
1: the bleachers concert. It was bleachers. Yes. Yeah.
0: And we had planned because we just knew we wanted to be there then. And we like didn't have any other plans yet. <laughs> so we were like, let's just make sure we have a spot for when we're at the concert. Mm-hmm. So we ended up moving over for like one night to like basically down the road to the Sun Outdoors, which was also nice. It was um, really it nice. It was a little more chill. Yeah. Um, very quiet. We had a back inside there. and We were like, oh, my God, this is going to be so hard. And then it was totally fine. Nailed it. it was Yeah. you nailed that one but couldn't
1: have done it without you
0: we had a great great time we just like dropped the trailer and then um went to the concert and we went over to thompson point which is an amazing venue there in portland an outdoor venue right out on the water so pretty um you can bring in like beach chairs if you sit further back and or like blankets and they have food and you can also bring in food and they have drinks Mm -hmm. and stuff and it's just such a good summer vibe oh
1: my gosh it's great
0: it's like so good it was so family friendly so nice like i mean it was just so fun and
1: yeah it was our kids first concert really
0: yeah and it totally turned them on to going to concerts because we just had like the show i mean if you ever get a chance to see bleachers we're gonna see them again this summer highly recommend it's uh jack antinoff's band if you're not familiar with jack antinoff he co-writes and produces a lot of Taylor Swift's music and a lot of other famous artists but it's his band and they're really really talented really really like just a fun group to see he's an amazing performer Mm -hmm. I, I we've seen a lot of bands and like it was one of my favorite shows for sure
1: it was an awesome show and I think part of that was the venue though
0: oh the venue was so fun like it was just so chill yeah Oh, and Claude opened, and they were amazing. They were so good. Oh my god, I hadn't
1: even heard of them before, and it was no. like, oh, oh, definitely putting this on my rotation. Yeah, I put
0: sure. a few of their songs on my my yeah. playlist for uh-huh. sure. And it was just, yeah, the venue was so fun. Like we ended up sitting next to somebody who was like from the Midwest also, and like chatted yes, right. with them. I think and you're like, from
1: Wisconsin. <laughs>
0: It was just it was just like a really, really great night and a really great time, like a really great way to kind of cap off our time in Maine. We had so much fun. And that venue, like that summer anyway, had so many good acts coming through mm-hmm. that I was like, man, if I lived here, I would go to like all of these shows. Oh, I know. Yeah. Could you so, just get a season pass? I think you can. Wait, yeah, really? I think oh you gosh. maybe can. Because mm-hmm. that would be worth it. It wasn't terribly expensive. Mm-hmm. And I loved the venue.
1: The only thing is Portland is a little bit expensive to get a place there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's tempting though. I love, we, we love Maine. Like I think, you know, kind of like looking back on all the things we did in Maine and um, there's obviously way more to do than we did. so much. I just, we just like really loved it. Like, I don't know what else to say about it. It's so beautiful. The people are great. The vibes are epic in the summer especially. I think yeah. it's just like it's that kind of like summering where they have hard winters is just such a thing. Oh yeah. And it's just such a f- fun place to be. Like I I don't know. Like good hiking, good vibes good weather in the summer like, there's
1: a reason it's called vacation land right <laughs> like
0: it's so beautiful the okay. coast especially and oh we wanted to mention also we had a really good meal the week we were in portland uh yes. in scarborough there at the bait shed
1: yeah we we did it. we just kind of ended up there on accident because we were we needed some dinner we wanted to grab something out and it was near our campground but
0: it was by the beach
1: mm-hmm. we were kind of out walking checking out the beach and wanted to get some dinner. And listen, uh, I never really thought I liked oysters that much. <laughs> they had really, 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 really good oysters.
0: They are so good. And yeah,
1: I mean, that's, you know, enough said. <laughs> Very fresh.
0: <laughs> Very fresh. Yes. I had a lobster dinner, my last lobster dinner of Maine. Oh, it was mm-hmm. so good. I never thought I liked lobster that much until we were in Maine.
1: The cool thing about this place, I think, was... an. Wait, really?
0: I kind of liked it. I thought it didn't agree with me. But I think uh, it was just yeah. it was always in really creamy sauce, Like lots of stuff. butter. Yeah. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Or maybe, you know, you just had bad lobster every time it had gone bad.
0: <laughs> it was never as good as it was. It tastes oh like a gosh. whole different thing when you eat it there. Yes. It's I so mean, good. It's like, this is... An entirely different food than when I've had lobster. Before. Oh
2: my gosh. Yeah. I
1: mean, go to Maine, obviously get the lobster. But one of the things we really liked about the bait shed was it was very low key, like plastic oh, chairs. Yeah. Sitting outside it was on like a patio, on a deck, like literally on the water.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And it was just like a gorgeous sunset. <laughs> like, yeah, it was a little like haphazard service. Like, totally. it was super casual. <laughs> super, super casual. But like, not super expensive, especially for what we were getting. Yeah. Like, ah, it was one of those like summer night things. It's like, wow, this is just kind of out there
0: during sunset, eating. Like, it was great. Yep. Highly recommend. Yeah. It's like right down the road from Bailey's. I think it might even be owned by the same people. Oh, really? Hmm. I thought so, but maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Anyway, we had a lovely time in Maine. It's. One of my one of my favorite states that we've visited.
2: Oh yeah.
1: I mean I think New Port-
0: Hampshire's way up there too though.
1: The whole Northeast was a ton of
0: fun. I like it about as much as I like the Pacific Northwest as a destination.
1: Ooh, that's a tough one. I think it's yeah, very similar for yeah. me. I also like the Southwest. Like Ooh, that's true the desert. hmm Maybe not so much as a place to live. Yeah. But like
0: You love California too.
1: Cannot oh yeah. Yes. Money, no object. I would live in California. I mean, like said, everyone ever, right? But
0: (laughs) that's why it's so expensive, right? (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yup. Anyway, yeah. It was awesome. I mean, that was our last week in Maine.
0: It was. It was. And we felt so happy and like good about all that we had done. And like the concert was such a good way to celebrate kind of the end of it. Yeah. It was kind of like a
1: cap off to the summer, you know, like a, yeah.
0: So that's why we ended up doing the same. I know if you've listened, you know that we went to the Noah Con show in at the Alaska State Fair at the end of this last summer, mm-hmm. and it's kind of a thing now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, we liked that so much that we decided just to do concerts all summer <laughs> this upcoming summer.
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, the cap to this summer might end up being a theme park. We'll see. <laughs> I think it is.
0: I think it is. We'll see how everything falls. But that's yeah. kind of we've got a very like event heavy. Summer.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: And I'll probably get sick again.
0: <laughs> we'll see. It's a lot of outdoor venues. Please. Yeah, that's true. But that's that's kind of where we'll leave you with that for now. But next week we'll be in Vermont.
1: Yeah.
0: We still a little bit more. Oh,
1: that's true. It wasn't quite the end it wasn't of Wasn't quite northeast... the end. No, yeah, we had
0: Vermont. That's true. We are...
1: gotta wind it back. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we'll talk about that. I mean, hey, we, we can talk about how it got like even better from there.
0: That's so true. All right. Oh, I get it. It was a segue. <laughs> uh,
1: sorry, it was a bit of an abstract maybe
0: one. Maybe we're getting a bit better. Yeah.
1: At, at life. Just maybe. At, at Like being people.
0: We can only hope.
1: <laughs> Do you want to read the letter?
0: I will. <laughs> maybe it's just my algorithm but i've been seeing a lot of unresolutions and ins and outs lists in my feed lately that focus on taking care of ourselves in ways that don't involve physical fitness and weight and i'm so happy for us collectively i'm so happy that maybe societally we're doing a little bit better on some of these things or at least some of us are i love this for us especially in the face of everything that is going on It's like we're collectively realizing that, hey, maybe there's a little more important things to worry about. And with all that I've written about how this year is not likely to be a banner year in a lot of ways, maybe it is in this way. Maybe the economic challenges and a crap show of an election year and ongoing war are all facts of life right now, but maybe reorganizing our priorities and values is also a truth for many of us. Maybe we're getting better. This doesn't mean we don't have times, we feel down or forget our goals, or that we won't fall back into old ways, but that's okay. Recently, I had to step on a scale for the first time in a long time in order to rent skis. I thought I would be fine no matter what it said. I should be. I was not okay. It took a couple of days to work through that. I'm not proud of that, but I'm not too proud to admit it either. But I'm getting better. It didn't send me into a whole spiral. I can recognize that progress and I'm thankful for it. I think we're so quick sometimes to dismiss incremental progress. We want wholesale change and we want it fast. As an impatient person with passionate ideas and beliefs, I often fall into this camp. Small steps can be so hard to celebrate, but we should, I think. Something I love in current culture that I think is an incremental improvement is the amount of non-alcoholic and reduced alcohol adult drinks that are available now. I enjoy drinking and enjoy the taste of alcohol, but it's not the best for my sleep or mental health. I love having other tasty options available. I love that culture is slowly changing around pressure to drink in social settings. It's not perfect and often replaced with other drugs, but I think we're getting better. I have so little hope sometimes when I look around at everything that's happening, especially within the U.S. Then I look at my children and at their generation, and I can't help but be hopeful. I think, collectively, we are raising a kinder generation. So many more parents are teaching their kids about other cultures, about the U.S. history of oppression. Teaching their kids about consent and bodily autonomy from an early age. Teaching their kids that feelings are okay and teaching healthy coping. We aren't doing it perfectly, but I think we're getting better. I'm also encouraged by the growing popularity of outdoor sports and recreation, even if it means my favorite campgrounds are tough to get a spot in. I'm happy to see so many people enjoying them. I'm especially encouraged to see an increasingly more diverse group of people enjoying outdoor spaces and activities. I know that diverse participants still encounter a lot of barriers, but I think we're getting better. I wish I could wave a wand and fix a lot of things. I wish I could make all these problems go away and make it better all at once but i also want to acknowledge the things that are getting better the steps we are taking along the way i want to look for the good in a sea of wtf (laughs) i think that's going to be critical for me over the coming months with everything going on we've got to acknowledge the shit and call it out but balance it out with finding the bright spots i think what are some bright spots you are seeing friend see you down the road Jenny.
1: You know, I had this idea. Yeah. Um, before the cast, when we were warming up, okay, and singing into the mic in my awesome raspy voice, and I think we need to form a traveling group called Podcasters Sing.
0: What?
2: <laughs> and
1: just recruit other other podcasters.
0: To go, go
1: play music and sing places. No
0: one needs that, uh,
1: right? Exactly, which is why it needs
2: to happen.
0: <laughs> it would be amazing. Some some thoughts should stay in th- inside thoughts, Clay. Ah,
2: uh,
1: yes, but they won't.
0: How <laughs> no, true that is.
2: <laughs> There's your C of WTF.
0: That's the C of WTF is just podcast you're singing.
1: <laughs> well, it's just part of the sea of WTF. I mean, I, I imagine like, when I imagine sea of WTF, it's quite chock full of a lot of WTF kind of things.
2: No, actually, that line stuck out to me. I liked that a lot. Yeah. Finding the good in a sea of WTF.
0: I, I think there's just so, so much in like the news and stuff you can get like inundated and you there's just so there's just so much and it's only more and more and it's like a lot of negative and there's so much that you're just like for me anyway i often am just find myself like scrolling or seeing things and being like kind of mouth open like <laughs> huh yes what? i know
1: i see you doing it yeah but yeah i mean
0: but There's bright spots, so we gotta find the bright spots.
1: Gosh, yes. it's just so refreshing to read that. I think it's really hard to I don't want to say like I fully like stay on the side of incrementalism, but I really believe that that's how most progress is actually made.
0: I think it's it's tough because like you you recognize. The wholesale like the big changes that come at like after there's been some incrementalism uh-huh.
1: and there and there are revolutionary things that happen right and
0: we need revolutionary you, things to happen
1: absolutely and you notice them but like there's a lot that went into that right there's a and, lot that went into like a lot that happened before the Supreme Court decided Obergefell right, right? legalizing gay marriage
0: right right I think I need to, if you're new here, (laughs) I also want to acknowledge and clarify that, like, this is all acknowledging that, like, there's a lot wrong right now and there's a lot Mm -hmm. of steps backwards in a lot of ways. Yeah. And, like, that's a problem. (laughs) And we, yes. (laughs) I just think that there's, like, a lot to be um, gained as a human from seeing the things that are getting better or, or making progress.
1: Yeah. And I'm such a fucking millennial. Yeah. Because like Obama is my president, right? And so <laughs> yes. of course incrementalism, right? Don't
2: <laughs> don't
1: throw out the good for the sake of the perfect. Yeah. Like oh man, but the moral arc of history is long and bends toward progress. Like but does like, it though? Well,
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean I think I agree.
1: President Obama still thinks so, even I, after all of the backlash to his presidency, right?
0: I and I think that's fair. I also think there's just a lot of shit, mm-hmm. and I. Th- <sighs> but, but I also think <laughs> this is about the bright spots. This is about the bright spots. You brought up the CFWCF anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I do think I often get into a burn it all down mindset sometimes mm-hmm. of like, this is awful, everything's awful, and I think that can spur us to to action and it's not all bad Mm -hmm. but i also think for our own mental health sometimes we have to find the things that are and because it can you can feel nihilistic sometimes if you focus on that stuff you can exactly there's nothing i can do everything is fucked exactly there's nothing i can do everything is fucked and everything is getting worse and worse and worse Mm -hmm. and that's not a healthy place to stay and that doesn't like help us societally either right like we we have to be, like, building on the things that are going well. hmm I think.
2: And I think, like,
1: you rightly recognize how we are. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, you just noticed and pointed out a few things in the letter. Right. Right? But, like, I love that we are seeing so many more people out on the road and so many more people from all kinds of different backgrounds.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Not only retired people, which is what it was for a long time. Right. Got families now and all kinds of families. Right. And all kinds of people who are, you know, not in a family with kids or, you know, not a traditional family. But yeah.
0: Right. I think you're seeing more and more LGBT families. Uh You're seeing just more young people, you know, families with single parents like all kinds of families out like full-time on the road and just like in like in camp we,
1: when we are on the road are seeing them yes yes
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i think you know we, there's a lot of work to do to make sure that campgrounds specifically in outdoor spaces are still are safe for mm-hmm. people who don't tra- look like traditional camp like we would like what a lot of people want to think campers look like <laughs> Yeah. But I think also there's been progress made there and seeing people there like changes people's perspectives. And so it's just really encouraging and exciting to see. And I want to see more of it because it's still like largely white, largely Mm -hmm. traditional families, Mm -hmm. largely, you know, like there's a lot of. I mean, we don't need to get into the whole full time families thing, but. Sure. You know, there's a lot of uh, representation of certain beliefs within some full-time communities that we wouldn't necessarily, well, we don't subscribe to. Yeah. So, (laughs) Uh. but we've been very grateful for the Republic of Nomads Mm -hmm. and they're kind of like very- Loose. (laughs) Well, yeah, loose in that sense, but like very, started with a very like welcoming, inclusive, Mm -hmm. like kind of charter. Yes. Yes. And appreciate that and feel like that's definitely somewhere we fit more and can kind of find more like minded people, which has been great.
2: Yeah,
1: for sure. I just started following, like a few weeks ago, it came up in my feed and Instagram in my account. I don't want to get it wrong, but I think it's Fat Black and Getting It.
2: Oh, I follow him.
1: Yeah. He oh, he's great. He does amazing outdoor stuff in Colorado. Yeah. So I just love that.
0: I love the like energy that he has. Yes. Yeah.
1: And the name of his account's pretty sweet too.
0: <laughs> it's great. Yeah. I, I love, and I've talked about this a bit like in letters before about, I think the diet letter mm-hmm. about how important it is to follow fat people, especially fat outdoors, outdoors influencers and people at, just to kind of broaden yours and, and to follow people of color and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially as a traditional, like a, a more traditionally presenting outdoors person, mm-hmm. you can really kind of fall into not realizing that you're thinking it, but like thinking that everyone who gets outdoors looks like you or is like you. <laughs> right. And it's so good to see other people who don't look like you necessarily, mm-hmm. like out there doing stuff and like. There's no better way to challenge your fat phobia than to like watch fat people having fun and doing good things and like being outside like right. and it's and and people with all different bodies and mm-hmm. abilities enjoying the outdoors is something exactly. that I've tried to really fill my feed with over the last couple of years, and it brings a lot of joy and awareness, yeah, but it all like. It brings a lot of joy because you just get to see all kinds of people enjoying themselves. And then you also get to see when they do encounter barriers, you get to hear it firsthand. Yeah. And that's a really good way to be aware of things and things that you can do differently as a privileged person. Right. Which is important to me because I want it to be more inclusive. I I want to go to a campground and see a wide variety of people. Exactly. I think that's fun. And I'm excited about where where that's going for like the outdoor industry. I thought I saw you watching one of his reels the other yeah, day. I was yeah. like I, I was trying to
1: figure out where he was hiking. Yeah. Yeah. Not that we'll be going to Colorado anytime soon necessarily, but you know, yeah. you never know.
0: Ah, uh, you never know.
1: I think you talked a little bit about uh the next generation too. Right? Oh like, my god. Like our kids.
0: Yeah, Gen Z and beyond.
1: I don't think we're doing everything right.
0: No, not at all. But
1: I hope we're doing better, <laughs> right?
0: Like, generationally, right? Like, we're not talking specifically about, like, our kids and us and our parents and things. Like, just, like, generationally. Like, the exactly. things, like, we grew up with, like, societally. Uh-huh. And, yep. um, you know, maybe some of it came through our parents. But it was, like, mostly, like, societal and, like, things that, like, are, you know, like that our generation is now passing on to our kids
1: Mm -hmm. and I'm sure there will be things that they'll want to do better like it's hopefully
0: keeps getting better hopefully they keep I hope so right
2: exactly you know our
0: generation I think has leaned into like therapy and mental health in a way that like really could have benefited our parents generation right
1: could have benefited us if we (laughs) (laughs) if we had gone into it sooner earlier yeah
0: like um I think I think about like uh, gentle parenting and things like, and the tenets of that, and like mm-hmm. how that's gone through like schools and parenting and things like that, and mm-hmm. how we have just gotten better tools as parents, I think, than what our parents learned and and their parents learned and stuff. Again, collectively, right? Uh,
1: it's not to say that like everyone in our generation no is doing this stuff either. Like obviously, there's like there are people who make fun of it too, right? Right,
0: but I just think it's so much more widespread, right?
1: But yeah, exactly. It's again, it's headed in the right direction. I think there's just maybe we're getting better.
0: And I think you know, I just think about like even at school, like some I got I got some good tips and like vocabulary for how to talk about things with our kids, like from their teachers even. Oh, cool! You know, like ugh, just like you know, like sad choices instead of bad choices and yeah, things like that, yeah. like little things like that, or like choices instead of like you are bad you know you did something bad it's like you made a sad choice Uh like phrasing of things like that and like it's really helpful it sounds kind of frivolous and silly but like it really makes a difference i hope so i think it does it makes a difference in me when i'm saying it Mm -hmm. like it helps me frame it differently and helps me like i don't know if that makes sense
1: (laughs) i'm sure our kids will tell us all the like Ways that we treat them unfairly and, and, and I, don't do right by them, too. I
0: hope they do. <laughs> I hope they feel comfortable doing that. Right. And it's not perfect. Like, God, it's not perfect. And it's like, we're not like shining examples of all this stuff all the time by any means. I just think that, like, collectively, mm-hmm. our kids are growing up with more tools to deal with like mental health and emotions and things like that. Yeah. I
1: hope. I hope so, yeah. I hope they're having, uh, hopefully, maybe seeing or understanding a healthier relationship, like, what a healthier relationship with alcohol might look like, too.
0: Yeah, when we talked about kind of, like, the kind of societal shifts around that have been kind of interesting, I think.
1: Yeah, it's... (laughs) i was listening to another podcast this morning and it was like on the one hand really encouraging how like prevalent and like widespread especially this was a all gen z panel on this podcast talking about like um you know appreciating non-alcoholic drinks and those options being available and stuff like that and um Then on the other hand, it's like, yeah, but definitely like weed is much more the thing now, like microdosing mushrooms is much more the thing now. So it's like, I don't know. Do you really think it's like (laughs)
0: really trading one (laughs) thing for another?
1: Yeah. Like, well, is it just because it's not cool? (laughs) Basically,
0: (laughs) it's not the drug of choice.
1: So that was a little bit of the like you said, like two steps forward, one step back. But I think like the having the options for people is a it's a better thing. Right.
0: It's such a it's such a better thing, I think, taking away social pressure and also like, man, we talked about this. when We talked about doing Dry January. Is like when I sit down for a drink, a lot of times I just want a treat. I just want something that makes me feel special. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Like I just want to feel like I'm treating myself to something. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: I want something nice. Yeah, like so when I there's mean, a nice non alcoholic option that feels like a treat, like something new that I get to try, or I know it's going to taste really yummy and not be super sweet. Like,
1: I was going to say, well, we lost the set super sweet, but I was going to say, like, Coca Cola has been around for a really long time.
0: I don't like regular soda, and yeah. diet soda makes me feel like shit. Yeah, so it gives I don't, me headaches. I don't drink much soda. Yeah. I used to like soda. I can't handle it. I think I had some weird symptoms for a long time from drinking so much Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I believe it. I love Diet Coke, but it did not, like, it just doesn't make me feel good. And so. And this isn't like something like most of the time than than any like treats. There's not something you're like pound all day like a soda sometimes too. Like soda's you like because
1: it's as expensive as beer,
0: right? Exactly. But that's kind of it, right? Like it's like, also soda's
1: getting that expensive too. So maybe maybe that's a good reason to not be pounding soda all day either.
0: But it's like, it's something you're going to sit down and have with your dinner or like if you're out for drinks with friends and you have, like you get to sip on something that tastes good too. Yeah. Like I, I don't mind a club soda with lime. I drink fizzy water all day I long. Say, and I,
1: that's what we pound all day is fizzy water. <laughs> <I> <laughs> We've don't, talked about that on here before. Like,
0: I don't mind. Like when I was pregnant uh, with our youngest and I was like doing a lot of work travel and things like that, like I was always just had a club soda with lime and that was kind of my go-to when I was at a cocktail hour or something. Mm-hmm. And I'll still do that once in a while. I don't go to cocktail hours right now, but like, in, I'll still do that once in a once in a while, like between drinks, or just if I don't feel like like I'm already feeling tired or something, mm-hmm. and I don't want to have a drink. And it's like, mm-hmm. "You gotta have a drink in your hand, right?" Tonic so, with lime's even better. Toni- but yeah. Oh, a tonic with lime is so good. If it's good tonic, though, like yes. it.
1: Yes. Yeah. Some tonic is way too sweet.
0: Yeah, it's just not that good. Yeah, it's just like, but culturally, I think. F- We've kind of collectively been moving away from like, oh, you have to have alcohol and, you know, hopefully it's not moving all into you have to have weed because I just I don't think that's for me. But like (laughs) it's I don't have a problem with it. I just like I like I just hope that we're not moving into like pressuring people to other things that are maybe less healthy or more like I don't know. I don't think we know yet like how Mm. healthy that is or not. Right. But, like, and I, like, I'm not going to shit on anybody's, like, preferences for stuff as long as you, like, feel good about what you're doing. But, like... <laughs> no,
1: but, like, I will say, like, they were talking about how, like, actually with a lot of younger people, like, especially in cities, like, cigarettes are popular again. It's like, well, I'm not sure that with young people in cities they ever were not I don't think popular. they weren't, yeah. But um, But, yeah, like, I'm not sure that's going to be a better choice. <laughs> right
0: now i I kind of have a theory that we all like all have vices, kind of no matter what you know it's just like, <laughs> what's your
1: vice? pick one right? yeah,
0: give one up, pick something else,
1: oh man, um, board games <laughs> <laughs> and beer for sure,
0: <laughs> I like exercising sometimes for me can almost be a vice,
1: oh yeah, that's an interesting one. it's I so know true, it sounds
0: though. weird, but like,
1: yeah, that's like you're saying, like. Oh, what's your what's your biggest weakness in a job interview? What's your biggest weakness? Well, I I I try too hard. (laughs) Which is, by the way, the right answer. (laughs) As much as your interviewer is going to roll their eyes, like, what answer are you going to give to that question? Like, it deserves a crappy answer. It's a crappy question.
0: (laughs) Uh, I I think I've given some weird answers. (laughs) Yeah, I'm way too
2: honest. (laughs) Gosh. Yeah. Anyway.
0: If uh, if my 360 reviews are anything to <laughs> <laughs>
1: where are we going with this?
0: <laughs> my biggest weakness is that I'm too honest. There you too go. Too blunt. And sometimes a little <coughs> harsh.
1: Mm. Well.
0: My tone can sometimes be harsh. So I've been told.
1: Well, is that just sexist though?
0: Uh yeah. Yeah. Most likely, yes. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, that's a whole other story.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, but it's that, getting better. It's getting better. Some of that stuff's getting better. Some of it's getting worse. Uh, it's hard to look at like yeah. feminism and feminist issues and say it's getting better when Roe got overturned and there's like a lot, yeah. like a very real possibility that there'll be national law against bodily autonomy for women. Yeah. But I I do think in small ways and in incremental ways and in day-to-day ways things are continuing to improve for a lot of people um have improved mm-hmm. like but that's not one where I feel like we're making incremental progress right now right um I you know like if you look like over the last like 50 years yes things have gotten better right. in a lot of ways um but I mean we still have problems regarding equal pay and
1: uh yeah
0: a lot of issues.
1: There's huge problems. I think
0: if you look on small scales and you look at like, I mean, there's still not like enough women CEOs. We still haven't had a woman president. Like, there's yeah, there's massive <laughs> issues. Huge inequality. Yeah, huge inequality. But I think there's like bright things you can look to. I think, you know, things like, um, women kind of issuing diet culture and things like that are acts of feminism. Mm-hmm. I think. You know claiming uh taking up space in sports and things like that it, that's feminism, you know like things mm-hmm. things like that like those are the like the incremental like bright spots that I look to, you know, I think it's gonna have to be women that fix this shit, so because <laughs> no one else is gonna
1: well, I think it takes a culture shift on everyone's part.
0: Yeah. It's and it's just,
1: not something that does happen quickly.
0: And I, I think that's like the the hard part about all this bright spot stuff and all the, the things that I'm excited about is there's definitely like a, another side to the coin with all of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like I I'm looking, I'm choosing to look at like the incremental improvements, but there's definitely like backlash to all of that. Exactly. And there's definitely like a fight against that. And there's like You know, in this very polarized culture, like there's for everything that I'm looking at is a bright spot. Someone's like, "Mm -mm, no,
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's the opposite of a bright spot to them. Right. But like, uh, yeah. And I don't know. It's yes. Is it hard to say, like, you know, we're having a banner year for democracies in the world. Right. (laughs) Or a banner decade, really. Yeah. That's pretty hard to say. Right. But if you look over the last 50 years.
0: yeah. I maybe think maybe
1: worldwide it's better. <laughs>
0: zooming, I think zooming out gives you a lot of perspective that like mm-hmm. all this kind of ebbs and flows, right? Yes, and that maybe we'll be okay again.
1: Yeah, or or, at least our kids
0: will. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not like collectively, like hugely, but like yeah, I still think focusing on the things that are like slightly improving mm-hmm. gives me some hope and gives me some reason to like keep going. on
2: Yeah, some of this for stuff. sure. And it's like. It's motivation uh, yeah, right?
0: yeah mhm-, it's like inspiration and motivation that like some things are going right and getting better and not perfect and not good enough, <laughs> but like we're getting there we're we're working on stuff, so I think we're I doing like a lot of that.
2: a a
1: lot of a lot better, and it doesn't make up for how awful it's been centuries about respecting native cultures like
0: yeah i think it's in the conversation so much more
1: we at least are talking about it
0: yeah Mm -hmm. Um, i think we have a lot to learn about how to best do that yes but i think at least it's coming up at least we're talking about it
2: yeah
1: whereas i mean that's just something that that comes to mind like from our Mm -hmm. travels
0: yeah yeah seeing like the national park service acknowledge even over the last few years like build more into displays and things about like native names for things and kind of like talk about the the you know indigenous pres- presence where we're visiting and things like that and i think mm-hmm. um that's one of the really cool things about going to uh, devil's tower or bear lodge mm-hmm. is you see all the prayer flags and things Mm -hmm. around there from the indigenous people around there. Yeah. And it feels very sacred (laughs) and it's really cool. And I think that's a really like seeing the national park service get better about that has been encouraging. I think they have a long way to go. Obviously their history is very fraught in terms of. Right. And like like, there, there
1: are arguments to be made that like maybe those parks and places like that shouldn't even be. Yeah, like for that
0: reason. Yeah, I remember. Right. I think it was Cape Blanco. Maybe it was a different one. Um, We were by a lighthouse on the West Coast, and we... No, this was by Coos Bay, I think. Okay. The one that we could see from Shore Acres State Park. Okay. There's a lighthouse. It's beautiful, and it looks like you could get to it, but you can't because it's on indigenous land that's been returned to the tribe there. Uh-huh. And it's cool. Like... <laughs> And then you see, like, people still try it Anyway, but it was just cool to read about, like... I read a whole bunch about, like, how that happened and why, yep. like, like... And it's it's incremental, and it's mm-hmm. so small compared to the pain that, like, has been inflicted on indigenous cultures in our country, um, in their country. <laughs> like... Right. Wh- but, like, it's good to see enter the discussion right Mm -hmm. like and and to hopefully move in the correct
2: yeah directions
0: yeah it's not like and none of like again talking about incremental stuff like none of this is to say that like man this is all great and like it's perfect
1: oh yeah racism is not a thing anymore it's not a thing yeah yeah of course
0: no and and
1: (laughs) we solved that right there was that whole civil rights thing and it's done
0: oh my god (laughs) Right? I think there are people that still think but, that. Well, but that's, like, basically what
1: we were taught in school.
0: It is. It really is. I mean, like, that's kind of what you think. Right? You're like, oh, well, even though, like, fundamentally, you don't. You,
1: you understand that You understand not.
0: that it's not. Like, I understand, right. like, having, this was in Washington, for hearing it loud, in, like, a pretty liberal neighborhood, like, having, like, a, a black friend and, like, one of my other friends being like, I won't play with her because she's black, right? Like, in, like, first grade.
1: Really? see a CFWTFs? A C
0: yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And like, so you like know that that, and like I remember that because I talked to my mom about it. Yeah. It's, yeah. Right. Yeah. Not, not over. Not over. Not not by a long shot. Yeah. And we, you know, as the from the position we're in, we just have so much to learn. I think mm-hmm. even like, like. We just need to like listen a lot and learn, I think. Yeah. And also speak up when things are shit. So what about some lighthearted bright spots. with some fun things you're excited about that are going better?
2: Some Wait, like, what lighthearted about, bright spots? <laughs>
0: like <laughs> let's like lighten it up a little bit for the the like like uh what about um I don't know, like movie franchises or silly things like that. Like <laughs> oh, oh. Um D&D is becoming more culturally acceptable and I don't know how to feel about it, but I think that's a bright spot. <laughs> is it a bright spot?
1: Yes. I think we've talked about this. We did, in fact, an entire podcast about how D&D is more culturally acceptable. <laughs> yeah, it's fun.
2: Mhm.
1: Yeah. I think this is maybe lighthearted, but like people living on the road is like at least culturally known mm-hmm. if not culturally acceptable
0: yeah I think acceptance of like alternative lifestyles mm-hmm. exactly is up I don't know if it's like high but like the number of people that we meet that like even since we started versus like now maybe it's just like where we're at but mm-hmm. I think people will be like a lot of people are like oh really <laughs> And yeah, I, th- I think you get a lot more like, oh, it's cool. We've thought about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a little bit more in the yeah the
2: zeitgeist. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like for better or for worse, right? Like I think a lot of, there's been a few like kind of influencers that have gotten like really huge on like TikTok and stuff that have like very like big like non-RV following. Because then I think mm-hmm. some of it is like, oof, maybe I don't want all to be lumped in with all
2: of it. sure yeah
0: <laughs> uh, but it's it's good though it's good that like it's like getting people to think about like oh yeah like there are other ways to live we don't have to all do everything exactly the same because we're not all the same people and like you yeah. know all have to be striving for the same dream right like
1: oh gosh exactly
0: <laughs> i think there's I i think <laughs> this is kind of like one of the things I talked about a little bit in the letter of like the kind of unresolutions. And I think there's like kind of this like collective feeling in a lot of people like our age, especially Mm -hmm. about like kind of just like pushing aside, like what we thought like we were supposed to be doing and like what the American dream was and like what that meant for us and like what we thought we needed to be to meet that. And especially women, right? Like, especially like in, in terms of like, beauty standards and things like that and i think there's a lot of us like kind of like <laughs> it almost feels sudden like just kind of being like fuck that
2: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. like <laughs> no. yeah i'm gonna do like i'm gonna set out and do like what makes sense to for me and my family or my people and like yes and it doesn't have to make sense to everybody and that's okay. And I think that leads to a lot of different things. And I think that can still be like staying in a corporate job or not and all this kind of thing. But I just think, you know, kind of reevaluation of like, do I really need that big house? Do I really want that? <laughs> like, do I really want that brand new car? Or Do I, like, maybe I do. I love, I love cars, but like, do <laughs> oh, you, I am a car person, but do you know, like those kinds of things, like why, like kind of like stepping back and like asking why and like, it, like, like, what's actually like important to me. And Mm -hmm. like we have, I think we've been reminded of our short time here on earth. (laughs) So like, what do we, like, what do we want to do with that? You know, like what's actually going to make us happier or more fulfilled. And I think there's been a lot more thought going into choices around that kind of stuff. And I am encouraged to see that.
1: It makes me very happy. Something that seems to maybe be getting a little better is um, Bake Off.
0: (laughs) I'm really enjoying this new season.
1: I think we just got through Bread Week. We did. So we have a lot to... No,
0: did we watch one more after Bread Week? Oh, did we do... Chocolate, we did chocolate. Was chocolate after Bread Week? chocolate was after
1: Okay. Okay. The cast is really good.
0: I love this cast. I love
1: the new host.
0: Oh, she's great. Oh, gosh.
1: What's her name? I forgot.
0: I wanna say Nikki, but is that right? That's not right. Is I it? don't remember. Well please.
1: Noel and I don't know what her name is now. Allison. Like Allison. Allison. I still like Noel too. I like
0: Noel, yeah, I like Noel better now.
1: <laughs> well, I always liked him, but anyway, I did like too, but he I like I, I
0: from <laughs> <But>. <laughs> Didn't he have a, a he was recurring a, role on IT Crowd?
1: Yes, he was Richard on IT Crowd, but he was on <laughs> a lot of other things, too. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, no, that's
1: dating me, but anyway. What,
0: IT Crowd? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, it's so funny.
1: Yeah, that was from our college days.
0: Oh, goodness, it's hilarious.
1: It is Um, also not necessarily up to date. <laughs>
0: uh, Yeah, it probably hasn't aged well.
2: Yeah, in some episodes, for sure. Uh,
0: it- freaking last season of Bake Off didn't age well yeah uh, <laughs>
2: I've it's been getting enjo- better <laughs> I've been
0: enjoying this season though yes it's so fun I like the cast a lot I think it's I think they've done a really good job most seasons of ca- you know casting a pretty diverse group but I, I think this season's just really fun like I like it reminds me of why I've always liked it you know it's like reminding yes. me of like the first time I fell in love with watching it yes <laughs> so
1: and also i've been baking
0: again it's got the vibes of like everyone likes each other and it's fun and mm-hmm. funny and yep yeah it's just it's a good one it's a good season i'm enjoying yeah. it
1: it's not the like cutthroat competition that most american baking i shows always like that about bake yes. off they all
0: like each other they help each other out like yeah exactly if someone drops something someone else will come like, help oh them. no yeah mm-hmm. they all they all like it's very there's They're like, a sad lot of like see each other go. camaraderie between yeah. It's really cute. Although this one, this one did have a little controversy for me. Oh. Because I thought someone should have gone home like two oh, episodes right. before they did. Then and they I was did. really upset.
1: Yeah, then they did. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's you know,
0: normally it's not very controversial. Like you're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, it should be that person, and that person's going home.
1: <laughs> yeah. They. Like, yeah. But it's been fun. We watch it with the kids. Yeah, like, they get very
0: into it. They also yeah. like baking. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's that's been fun. I agree. Like, we hadn't watched it in a while and went back into it.
1: Yeah. Puppy walks are getting better.
0: Oh, puppy. <laughs> yeah, I think he's getting getting big. He's oh, my god, He's listening better. Like,
1: he's getting to the point where we're getting tired on the walks instead of him getting tired on the walks.
0: <laughs> he gets, like, two 40-minute walks every day, at least.
1: At least, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes and a lot some more. And some
0: frisbee time and some play with toys inside time he's oh, yeah. a playful pup
1: uh, he must just be out sleeping now i think he's but... asleep,
0: asleep on the couch but today we left for a little while and just oldest was home mm-hmm. normally we have to like crate him or tie him off inside mm-hmm. it's like in between crating and not 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 <laughs> like uh-huh. tie his leash to a railing <laughs> so that he only has a- limited access to stuff because he likes into- to
1: jump on little dog
0: yeah I he doesn't get into too much trouble, trouble that way on stink but today he just we left him free and he just laid on our bed didn't get into any trouble
1: that is better that's getting better mm-hmm yeah
0: yeah he's such a good dog. awesome him.
1: The temperatures are not getting better.
0: No, it's supposed to get very cold here, which I did not think was gonna happen, so we're gonna have kind of a rough week next week
1: but we're gonna get snow.
0: Yeah, snow. Finally again. And then rain again. But, no. Yes, on Tuesday it's supposed to rain.
1: Like after the freaking cold weekend, then it's going to rain? No,
0: no, no, no. This like tomorrow it's going right to snow. Right after the snow? Uh-huh.
1: Are you kidding uh-huh. me?
0: What? Yeah. And then we're no. going to get negative temperatures. It's I didn't be see that in the forecast at all. I just saw disaster. snow. This, I saw
1: 20 inches of snow this week.
0: No, it's like 12 at the, our elevation. No. Yeah, it's 20 up in plain maybe.
1: No. That was here. Oh. No, it was here.
0: You're wrong, dude. No. Yeah. Oh, now it's snow. Okay. I think. But the high on Tuesday is 38. It's
1: only 11.3 inches of snow in Leavenworth.
0: Yeah. I told you. Okay. But still. it's At at 2,500 feet and above, it's like two feet.
1: Yeah, it might be rain or snow on Tuesday. I see a Mm. high of 38. Yep.
0: Wow. Mm -hmm. But the high on Saturday is two.
1: Yep. Cool. I'll be leaving on Sunday. I hate you. Great. Well, that's getting better. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. And I love this podcast. Oh, my
0: God. Here we are.
1: (laughs) This is so great. No,
2: seriously, though, I do. Uh, (laughs) I never am. I know. Tipsy. But
0: if... Yes.
1: Our yes. listeners also love this podcast. Yeah. Y'all can support us.
0: Yes, you can. You can Let's leave see. us a review. That'd be great. Oh, yeah. We haven't, haven't talked it, about that in a while. You haven't rated and reviewed on your podcast platform of choice. That'd be awesome. If you have rated and reviewed on Apple Podcasts, thank you very much. Uh, go leave one on Spotify too, please. Because yeah. I don't know what happened, but our, reviews aren't, our ratings aren't looking great on Spotify. We don't have nearly as many. So it'd be nice if you could go leave one on Spotify. Sweet please do um, please because i know i know y'all are listening so <laughs> some of you like it so uh, leave us leave us a review if you can or it's just a rating on spotify too it's a quick click um yeah so that would be helpful but you can also email us at letters from the road at gmail.com you can find us on the socials at letters from the road pod and you can find our Substack and communicate with us there at letters from the
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you so much.
0: Thank you very much for Everyone, being
1: here. we love hearing from you. We do.
0: What are your bright the, spots? Send us some bright spots. Yes,
1: please do. We want to hear them. Yes. we we'll read them on the cast.
0: What's getting incrementally better for you?
1: Absolutely. Yes. Hopefully this podcast.
0: <laughs> we are trying to get better. A little bit <laughs> at a time. A little bit at a time.
1: Uh, awesome.
0: All right. Until next week, friends, we'll see you down the road. Bye. Bye.